what is up everyone welcome to another incredible episode of chat with dan continuing our epic season here hope you enjoy this episode let me know what you think in the comments below as well don't forget to leave a like subscribe follow it helps a lot and again thank you so much for listening to it hope you like it enjoy the show and i'll see you in the next one stay safe hi welcome to the show it's incredible it's awesome to have you here how are you today I'm doing really well. It's raining and I get to be indoors all cozy. So it's a good day. I love it. That's fantastic. So, uh, well, let's jump straight to, to the interview now. Let's go back in time and tell me where does the, yeah, like where does the journey begins? Where this passion for acting started? Um, I was really lucky and that both my parents were uh, very much um, educationally based, but also very creative. Yeah. And so I kind of had space to explore my creativity whatever that meant um i loved singing my dad's family in particular is very musical and they all sing so i had that uh there's singing on my mother's side as well and they're a little more dramatic so i had that and i was always really drawn to fashion so like i would make up shows and put on little plays in the backyard or create ideas for movies and like plan everything through and uh, I was at a garage sale one day and there was a casting director there and uh, turns out she was also an agent and she was just like, oh my God, who is this little girl? And I was like, oh my God, you just want to listen to me and look at me and tell me what to do. This sounds great. Yeah. So yeah, so it started. There you go. I love it. And so time passed, but tell me like, what were some of the challenges that you had when you were recently making those first uh, steps on your acting career? So... I was super lucky in that I had quite a bit of success when I was growing up, uh, especially because of my singing. And um, so I had a lot of success there. And in hindsight, I was able to look back and see why I was so successful. And I think it's because I was just so confident and I loved what I was doing so much. And I think that as you get older and you are exposed especially in a world that we live in now that is so uh, social media driven, yeah. it's very easy to start comparing yourself and to start feeling like perhaps you're not enough. Or like if you're not booking something, you start to create stories of why that is, even if they're true or not. Mm. And um, so my struggles over the last couple of years has been kind of adapting to the world that we live in and figuring out how to get that confidence back so that I'm not acting necessarily for other people. Obviously, I want them to enjoy it and I want them to get something out of it. But the reason I was successful as a kid was because I wasn't doing it for everyone else. I was doing it because I loved it. And so I've really focused in the last little while on loving it so mm. that if I book it or not, that doesn't make me any worse or better. It's just another step on the journey. And I'm finding that that mentality has helped me find more success. Okay. Okay. And focusing a little bit here on your acting career, tell me, like, what is your initial approach when you are in this process of creating a character? Um... So I think that in your first time reading through a script or sides or anything, you get an immediate feeling, like you connect to something, you get this yeah. idea of who you think that is. Uh, sometimes it's a completely unique idea that you've created on your own, or sometimes it's something that um, you affiliate with something else, either a time in your life or a different movie that you've seen with a character that you loved. And so it's kind of remembering that, but not getting attached to that, if that makes any sense. And then 
I find you really need to go through the lines kind of like a detective and go, okay, what am I saying? and Why am I saying it? And why am I saying it now? Um, interestingly, I watched a movie recently and it was about writing and it was literally that. Uh, it's actually a Spanish movie. And yeah. that was the line. It was like, why am I doing this or saying this? And why am I saying it now? And that really resonated with me because I thought, okay, that's so true. We, we do things for motivations. Uh, and so if you go through why I'm saying it, it gives you a lot of clues as to who this person is and what they're motivated by. And then if you look at what people are saying to you and why are they saying it, you can also get a lot of information of like, okay, do I like this person? Do I not like this person? What do I want from this person? And you slowly kind of start to shape the person. And then ultimately what I, my biggest takeaway has been, you do all this work and then you kind of just have to let it go and trust yourself in the moment and be physical and trust your instincts and just be, which ironically is the hardest part, I think, as an actor is letting go of all your prep and all of the thinking and just be present and connect with this other person, but remembering the why, you know, like I'm connecting with you, but I'm connecting with you because I want something from you, or mm. I'm connecting with you, but I'm connecting with you because I'm scared that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been a huge kind of shift for me in creating characters. Okay. I love it. And tell me like from all of the characters that you have played at the moment, which one took you the most to prepare? Meaning that was like, was it something in that character that was just not clicking at all that took you more, uh, more than usual? Hmm. I think the struggle for me is when a character is far from me, like doesn't think the way I think, but isn't an extreme, if that makes any sense. You know, like okay. if you have something as extreme as someone, for example, who's a psychopath, or then you have something to kind of go on and something to look into and, and an extreme to play, which is much easier, I think. When it's just someone who doesn't think like you, but is a little bit every day, um, I find that a little more challenging, uh, maybe because it's less exciting. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure why, but for whatever reason, that's the hardest. And then I find that then with the writing, it's so like my brain will find it hard to memorize the lines and I don't normally have a problem memorizing, but when it's a character that I'm just not quite clicking with, or I haven't found that thing that I connect with in that character, that's that's really challenging for me. So that usually takes the longest. And then I get obviously you get frustrated with yourself yeah, and you know, that whole yeah. that whole snowball effect. Absolutely. And tell me like um like from out of all of the editions that you had at the moment, which one has been the worst? Oh gosh. Um, so it was a while ago. I I also play the cello and um when I moved here, I didn't bring my cello with me, but I knew that uh, I could rent one if I really needed it. So I had this audition where I was supposed to play the cello. No problem. I didn't really know much else. They just said that at an intermediate level. And I thought, okay, I, I played for 13 years. It was, it's been a while since I played, but I can usually remember. So I rented this cello a, a day or two early and I practice and I show up and I remember and recognize this because I did this in high school. There's a girl there who is dressed like she is at a recital and she's playing all these pieces. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I used to do that, but it's been a really long time and I didn't dress for a recital. I'm not prepared for that. And so I got in my own head. And then on top of it, they called us in at the same time. So I got to see her look just incredible. Like this little 20 year old who's like, and I'm like, oh my God, look at me. I like did my makeup. My hair was up in a ponytail. I had nice clothes on, but nothing extreme. And then I sit down and I start playing my song and I forget it halfway through and I start making it up and it doesn't sound good. And I can tell that the person who's running it is trying to be nice. He's like, oh, that was, um, I've never heard that song before. And I wanted to respond with neither have I, but I didn't. I tried to pretend that I was a professional, but yeah, that was probably one of the worst auditions uh, I've had. Okay. And like how you manage like to get over like, like the, um, the whole second thoughts auditions, you know, you think it all happens to us that whenever we're doing something that, uh, that is important to us, we, after we do it, we tend to be like, mm, I should have done this instead of that. I should have, I should have gone this way instead of that. What the hell I was thinking. And once you realize it's been already an hour and a half or two hours and you're still on the same wheel over and over. So how you manage to get over that? It'd be like, okay, it happens and move on to continue. Uh, I don't know for the next audition or to continue with your day. Even so. Uh, it is definitely something I have struggled with a lot and it's taken me a lot of years to get past that and even now sometimes I'm not gonna lie I, I do I do get in my own head and you say an hour and a half mine could be days sorry excuse me yeah it's okay it's okay I understand um but I will say it's it's going in it's remembering that I do this because I love this and this is super fun and okay that did not go how I wanted but what can I learn what can I remember for next time mm. so that I don't feel like this because obviously I mean I don't know if you've read a lot of self-help books but I recently have and you always want to not feel bad again right like we're always protecting ourselves so we don't feel bad and so if you can use that to your advantage sorry no it's okay I understand I have a tickle in my throat yeah, I mean, we need to hydrate, which, by the way, hashtag. Let's exactly, hydrate. exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's going in and going, okay, so for example, if I were to use the cello example, it was probably should have been a little more prepared. I probably should have read that information. You know, I just talked about how I look into this character. I should have looked at that and gone, hmm, what am I doing? I'm at a recital. How would I be dressed? How would I have done my hair and makeup? Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that. So that immediately was one of the lessons I learned. So now I go, okay, <coughs> take the time, enjoy it. You know, like uh, there's a point as an actor where, especially if you feel like you haven't had success for a while, mm. I feel like you get an audition and you're kind of like, well, I'm not going to get it anyway. So you don't put the time in and then you don't have fun. And if you think about it, we're not attracted or, or interested or engaged in things that don't look like someone's really engaged in it or, yeah. or really enjoying it or confident in it. <clears throat> so it's going, okay. This is what I learned. I didn't prepare. Now I know I'm not going to beat myself up about it because that's not going to help me. That's just going to make me feel worse. And I know already that feeling worse doesn't make me very appealing or attractive to others. So 
I learned that I'm letting it go. And I'm going to trust that that was just not meant for me. I was meant to learn that lesson to prepare better. Or maybe the lesson was, hey, I haven't played my cello in forever. I really should do that because that's something I love. And I want to feel ready the next time I have an audition. So it's trying to flip the script and reframe things. I um, I was lucky enough to work with a coach here in Vancouver who does neuro-linguistic programming. And it's all about reframing your thoughts because our brain is so powerful. And it's helped me be able to flip things Mm. a lot quicker now. So if I have a bad experience, it's okay. I used to believe that, but now I know that I have other options or there's other things that are good in my life and I need to be aware of those. And I need to go where that thing that makes me feel good is because that's, what's going to make me light up. And that's, what's going to make me be appealing and attractive and, and bring people that are also feeling that way, or at least interested to me. Whereas if I sit here and go, Oh, I suck. I can't believe I did that. What am I doing? No one really wants to be around that. Even your friends, there's a point where they're like, I can't keep helping you because it just makes me feel bad too. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's right. I mean, the whole, like, yeah, like your mind can be either your, your best friend or your worst enemy. And it can, and if you let it, it can literally take you to a very awful place and which is super hard to get up. And sometimes even we'll question everything that, that you do. And eventually you feel like you don't know how to do anything, you know, because you have, exactly. you have led your whole mind to question, like, like even like those small details to be like, what the hell am I doing? You know, and I think it, it happened to all of us, you know, regardless of how many times we will, we will like practice something. I do think that eventually, eventually there's come some, like one day it's going to happen that you just be like, what the hell am I doing? You know, that you just, that you forget everything that you don't know what to do. And and if you exactly. let your, like your whole mind to continue dragging on that, as I said before, you can take it to a, to a place in which it, it, it can take days or even months for you to finally kind of get up and be like, okay, I'm good to go. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's being aware and I guess preventative it's going, okay, no, no, I know, I know where this hole goes. I've been down it. I don't need to go there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now let's say that, uh, one day Netflix, HBO max, Disney plus, you name it. They call, they call you and they got this idea about that basically goes that all of the, uh, all of the, uh, characters that you have played at the moment, they're all going to gather to celebrate your birthday. Tell me what would be the name of that film? Oh, this one I find so challenging. Um, I guess. Discovering the heart. Okay. Yeah. So that's my final answer. That's what we're going with. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it sounds. Because I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it can be, it's a little bit of a comedy, um, but it's still also very heartfelt. Uh, I want to say it's more comedy than dramedy, um, but it's got, you know, heart to it. Uh, because I think that we, especially if you grew up in like a Disney era, it's so easy to think that only good people have hearts that are worth considering. And what we forget is that the thing that we seek most in life is connection. And in order to be able to have a connection, you have to have an open heart or you have to have compassion, which comes from the heart where someone's coming from, let alone being brave to share that with another human being. Um, And so if you look at 
the heart of each of my characters, if they were to be really honest, I think you'd have some hilarious moments, but also some really like heartfelt moments too. Okay. What about describing your whole career on a drink? Hmm. Uh, Yes, sweet and spicy is, I think, what I'd say. Or warm and fuzzy and spicy. Yeah, warm and fuzzy with a bit of spice. Oh, that doesn't roll off the tongue, but something like that. Okay. And like, would that would that be the name of the drink? Or you would put another, you know, like another name so everybody could identify like the drink that I'm ordering describes your career? Yeah, I want, I'm, I'm trying to find a better name for it, but I think that would be how you would describe it. Something okay. that's sweet and spicy, but leaves you feeling like tingly and happy um and uplifting um so something like um a spicy yeah the spicy dream okay. or spicy cloud something like that all right i'll take it i'll take it yeah fair enough <laughs> yeah 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 now yeah let's say that that for your birthday they give you a time machine Ooh. but here but here's the catch you can only use it once and specifically to meet the 13-year-old version of yourself. Now, what would you say to to, to, to that little version of, of yourself or or you wouldn't say anything? Uh, I know what I would say. It's uh, you have everything you need inside of you. Just keep growing and shining and trust yourself and know that you are enough. That's deep. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, a little bit speechless right now, but uh, yeah, let's move on. Um, <laughs> I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. It is, it, is, it, is, it is. And like my final question is like, what motivates mm -hmm. you? You know, we all have those days that basically we just want to quit. You know, we think that it's been a waste of time, that we are not doing anything that that no one that no one likes i mean getting inside into this toxic bubble let's say it's always way too easy and finding excuses to not to do it it's always super easy so my question here is what pushes you away from those toxic thoughts and puts you back again on this road that you have created for so many years now um i've definitely been there in that toxic space where i really questioned whether like what was the point of me why am I still here what am I doing yeah. um and I can say that it's it's recognizing it's remembering you love it mm. what do you love what do you love doing there was a point in my life where I actually said Pinterest saved my life <laughs> because I would look up I would look up uplifting qu quotes or the secret and I would try to read them every day mm. and it finally kind of sunk in there was something that said like do the things that you love do the things that make you shine and so it's it's I guess a form of self-care it's knowing okay. I had a bad audition well that's okay my life's not over I still exist that doesn't define me as an actor What makes me feel good? Well, I love clothes. I'm going to go, you know, dress up. I'm going to create a reason to dress up. I'm going to meet someone. I'm going to go have a bath. Um, but it's, I'm motivated by, I think, sharing. It's like I said about the heart. I think we live in a world right now where, especially after COVID, 
there's a fear of connection, even though that's all we want. All we want is to connect with other people, but we're afraid. And I don't blame people for being afraid. We live in a world right now where there's a lot of cancel culture, where you have to be careful what you say, someone might be offended. And obviously you want it like, I would hate to offend someone, but we're not taking a lot of ownership in what we're seeing either, or how we're taking other people's comments. You know, someone could say mm. something that, and they don't mean anything that you're taking it as, but you've decided that that's what they meant and you are offended by it. So there's that, you know, like there's that fine line between the two. It's how do I live honestly and authentically without having to fear what other people think of me yeah, or probably. how I offend other people, you know? So I'm motivated by opening that up to people and helping people see that it's like, hey, I'm by no means perfect. I've not got all the answers, but maybe there's something to us all living kindly and authentically and just being real and find a real connection. You know, like own the stuff that you're ashamed of. Own the stuff that you want to fix. Not in like, uh, this is who I am, but just like, yeah, you know what? I still want to work on this. I'm not quite happy with where I'm at yet because there's a power in saying it. Someone else can go, oh, well, you know, ironically, I have this resource for you that would be perfect, you know? And like, if you hadn't put it out there, that person wouldn't know and they wouldn't be able to connect you with it. And so there's another beautiful like uphill snowball effect where the more you can be honest and really own yourself, there's an opportunity for connection. There's also a huge risk because there's an opportunity for rejection as well. And that's really tough. And I get that. But if you kind of do it slowly, but surely and kindly, and remember that you don't have to take what other people's opinions are, there's, there's a huge power in that. I'm still like figuring out what that is for me, but yeah. in the few experiences I've had in the last little while, there's this freedom where it's like someone would be like, oh, well, that's stupid. And previously that would have been like, ouch, thanks. But now it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's your opinion. That's cool. Um, you know, I probably won't talk about this thing with you anymore because it doesn't seem like we're on the same page about it, mm. but that's where you're at. I don't have to make that my reality. I get to choose how I move forward. And I really like this idea and I think I'm going to keep pursuing it. And now I know you're not interested. So now I can go look for other people who might be interested. And it just gives you way more opportunities. It's, I guess, all about choice, mm. but that's, that is very much what motivates me. I'm trying to live that myself and yeah. also kind of empower others to realize that for themselves too. I want pictures again. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I could say something else, but you basically put say it all here. I love it. Yeah. Oh, thank it's you. incredible. It's 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 uh it's yeah. I mean, what a yeah, I mean uh, at the end, what can I say? I mean, it is it is true the whole about that sometimes that like especially in this in this kind of a world right other uh, uh of of the whole arts acting music you know or even content create you know like content creators as well the fact that now as you mentioned i mean it you need to be careful but also it can take you to a very vulnerable place because perhaps you are sharing your thoughts and in your mind it's you know it's okay but for somebody else might not be and i do think that uh, that if you don't like something that's fine i mean that's totally understandable there's like place for everyone but for you to try to cancel that person and ruin them and, you know, 
and like all that hard and all the work that the person did in the past just take that just take it away and make sure that that person is on the floor and you know like like things like that to me i would to me that that doesn't make any sense because you know it's about as i mean as i as i believe that if you have your opinion that's fine i have my opinion we all have different opinions but that doesn't mean that we can't i mean basically let's agree to disagree you know so yeah yeah and there's a power both sides you know, like I gave the example of it from my perspective, but yeah. I think back to, I've had conversations where someone said something, I'm like, wow, I'm not, that doesn't, I don't get this at all. This doesn't make sense. Or I would mm -hmm. never do that. And there's also a power in going, you know what, like, good for you, pursue it, go for it. Definitely not something I'm interested in. And I don't know if I'd say it quite like that. You know, I kind of be like, oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't think to do it that way. Mm. But what's great is I haven't brought them down either. They can still make their choices. And I don't have to feel like I have to, in some way, assert myself on their choices. They can be free and I can keep pursuing the stuff I like. And then they can go find the people that that works for, you know? Totally. Totally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, at the end, at the end, what can I say? It's incredible what you do. It's amazing. I'm super sure that eventually more, more and more people are going to realize that because the fact that you're doing it, because it makes you happy, you know, as, as, uh, as cliche and easy that for some people might think, we all know that it can take sometimes your whole, the whole, your whole life to discover what, what you really want to do. The fact that you found it, and you were showing results and you're honest about it. You know, that's amazing. And and uh, and as I said, I'm super sure that eventually everybody's going to know about what you do. And they're going to, you're going to have one day thousands upon thousands of people cheering you up because it's amazing what you do and keep inspiring, basically. So. Thank you. And thank you for doing this show. Like, what an amazing thing to, as actors, especially, I think we can get caught up and feel like we're invisible. And so your show actually provides us this beautiful opportunity to feel visible. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for thank you so much for those words. That actually means a lot. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I also want to thank those who watch this video. Thank you so so much for make uh, for watching it. Uh, make sure to leave a like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment. Let me know what you, what do you think about this incredible actress that I'm speaking. I mean, we all know that she's amazing. She's badass. Um, and also. Well, this video is basically over, so make sure let's you know let's follow her. I'm gonna leave in the description below all of her social media so you can follow her. I mean, let's make her viral. Hashtag Team Haritia because she's badass. She's awesome. And again, thank you so so much for making this happen. Have an incredible upcoming weekend. Keep killing it. Keep inspiring. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Sounds good. Thank you. All right.